Hey, everybody, it's Anna Charlie Kirk Show, an amazing conversation with Jensen Franklin, one of the most important pastors in the country. He leads a terrific congregation in Georgia and also other places across the country. You're going to love this conversation. Email us, as always, freedom at charliekirk.com. Get involved with Turning Point USA at tpusa.com. That is tpusa.com. Uh, get involved and support our show by becoming a member, members.charliekirk.com. That is members.charliekirk.com. Buckle up, everybody. Here we go. Charlie, what you've done is incredible here. Maybe Charlie Kirk is on the college campus. I want you to know we are lucky to have Charlie Kirk. Charlie Kirk's running the White House, folks. I want to thank Charlie. He's an incredible guy. His spirit, his love of this country. He's done an amazing job building one of the most powerful youth organizations ever created, Turning Point USA. We will not embrace the ideas that have destroyed countries, destroyed lives, and we are going to fight for freedom on campuses across the country. That's why we are here. Noble Gold Investments is the official gold sponsor of The Charlie Kirk Show a company that specializes in gold IRAs and physical delivery of precious metals. Learn how you could protect your wealth with Noble Gold Investments at noblegoldinvestments.com. That is noblegoldinvestments.com. It's where I buy all of my gold. Go to noblegoldinvestments.com. Joining us now is Jensen Franklin. Long overdue. I'm so glad to be here. Welcome to the program, man. Thank you. uh, just introduce yourself to the audience. You are one of the most influential pastors in the country. Well, I don't know about that, but I, I uh, pastor a church called Free Chapel. We are primarily in the state of Georgia, but we have campus in South Carolina, campus in California, and, um, and all over Georgia. Yeah, and I, I watch you almost every Sunday on Real America's Voice. Well, I'm very honored. Yeah, Thank you. And, and you, you have a real gift, and um, praise God. So you addressed our pastors last evening yeah. with Dream City Church, Dream Conference, Strong Church, TPUSA Faith, kind of this amazing partnership. And uh, it was an amazing address. Tommy Barnett said it was the best he's ever heard you. Well, so now the bar is even higher, Jensen. Well, the the atmosphere of the place, first of all, is so... Uh, you know, you feel isolated as a pastor if you're taking a stand. To be honest, yeah. you feel like, kind of like Elijah, you know, in the Bible. He he said, I'm the only one left, God. And and then you come to a conference like you're putting on, and he found out that God had 7,000 more out there yeah. that were that were preaching. There were thousands of people there last night, and they were fired up about, you know, standing in the purpose of God, doing what God has called them to do as leaders, and standing up for truth in our states and in our nation. Amen. And thank you. Thank you for your vision to partner with, you know, people of faith. We, we just you. deeply appreciate what you're doing. So, Jensen, you're very outspoken, and first and foremost, for, for Jesus and the kingdom, and everything flows from that. How do you respond to some pastors that say we shouldn't get involved in the political side, this Christian nationalism stuff? I only preach the gospel. How, how do you respond to that? Um, I can't separate my faith from uh, the the place, the nation, the schools my kids and grandkids go to, the city that I live in, the the uh, things that are being taught to my children. I can't separate that. So I ha- I believe in freedom, but I also believe that we have a responsibility as ministers, to stand up and boldly proclaim the Word of God. If it's in the Bible, it's right. If the Bible's clear on it, then we should be clear on it. The Bible's clear on life. The Bible's clear 
on marriage between a male and a female. The Bible is, I believe in freedom. I believe people should live and let live. I'm not trying to control anybody. I'm not mad at anybody. But I, I do believe that the reason we've lost so much ground that we're taking back is because of the silence. You know, the, the council culture, not only, uh, it, it, I believe it's really a, um, a battle that's taking place for the pulpit because as the pulpit goes so the nation goes that's what's happened it's our fault let's be honest the churches and the preachers know deep in they they sit back and watch the news and they see this girl in georgia uh 45 minutes from my camp one of my campuses talk about this who who was who was horrific who was murdered by an by an illegal alien who who came here illegally never should have been here beautiful girl amazing future wonderful wonderful life and she's and she's gone. And how do I, as a minister, if if preachers don't speak up? And again, we're not mad at and and angry. We're just saying this is right. Ro- this is wrong. Yeah, justice, wrong. justice, you shall pursue. It says in Deuteronomy. Thank you. Right? Thank you. Do justice. And yes, this is insanity. And it's well, not just to have someone trespass into your country, uh, to be arrested for a crime with a child and then released and then. That same individual who has a pattern murders a college student. It's insanity. It's unsustainable. And and then, you know, and don't turn around and tell me because I'm a pastor, I don't love people. Well, we built we built uh, homes down on the border and uh, for other ministries to house uh, young girls who have been trafficked and, and they don't yes. have anywhere to go right that, now. That's the, that's the picture right there of Lake and Riley, by the way. Exactly. And, you know, so we can be both, I guess is what I'm trying to say, Charlie, is we can take a stand for what is right and not back down, but at the same time have great compassion. There are a lot of poor people and needy people, but the, they, they need to come legally. And we are a very generous nation. Yes. We allow millions of people to come legally. And it's not fair to many people uh, who who have come legal? That's right, and it, it it's an insult to people that have waited their turn, and that have come here correctly. And we also, as a nation, you have a right to know who's coming into your country, and just you know, are they someone who has a criminal background? Are they here for the right reasons? There's an amazing verse in Deuteronomy that cautions about if you allow foreigners into your land, they will sure. soon become masters. One of the last things that Moses writes in his farewell address to the to God's chosen people. It is so clear to me, and it's clear to you, Jensen, but the vast majority of pastors gravitate away from even speaking out about these issues. I'm going to ask you to speculate as to why that is. Well, as a pastor, I know. I mean, when, when, when I felt compelled, I felt when, when President Trump, I, I met with him with some other uh, leaders in Trump Tower the first time, and I had no intentions of supporting him. I, I'm very conservative. I've always been conservative. And I went in, and I went there just like this will be a fun day. <laughs> yeah. You know, kind of. I kind of had the that box, ad- right? Yeah. And uh, and and I went in, and I sat there for two hours, and I listened to him, and it hit me. This man, this man's a little different. This man, there's something on him. Um, An there, anointing? Would th- you use that word? I, I would. I believe it's his purpose. I believe it is his calling, and I know I'll get attacks when I say that. I believe me, I've been through it. But I had to make a decision because I reached a point where I realized if if Hillary Clinton wins this election, 
it's probably over for my grandchildren, the America I grew up in. That was the first consequential election. That was the ballgame. And that's that's the thing is it's like how do you as a the Bible calls a preacher who a watchman who's on the wall. We're supposed to look out and see encroaching danger coming. And 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 the Bible said it's a dumb dog that will not bark. He called preachers who who see danger coming, who see death coming, who see disaster coming for the families behind the walls. And he said, if you don't speak up, you're like a dumb dog that won't bark. Wow. It actually goes against your uh, uh, being authentic and being um, real to what you believe. I cannot be silent. And, you know, when I see in, when I see wrong and evil, yes. when I see a uh, hundred thousand kids, I'm preaching funerals. I'm a real pastor. I go to the hospitals. I love people. We've got a big church and all yes. that, but that's not who I am. I didn't start that way. I started with a handful of people, and I pastor real people. I have preached more funerals. I get emotional about this. I have preached more funerals in the last four to five years of fentanyl deaths of church kids who went off to college, went off to university, and probably didn't even mean to take something. It was just got in the wrong atmosphere, took something, and they're gone. And it's devastating. We could we could stop that. Yes, we, we could can. do something about that. And to me, it's a it's a leader like Trump that's going to do that. That's so powerful, Jensen. I mean, and I want to just reiterate, Jensen, he's in the he's in the weeds of what it means to be a pastor. Because sometimes it's easy to just kind of get lost when your platform gets as big as what God has given you. My right? church is very multicultural too, and and so the greatest uh, struggle is there is a grief that you feel because when I took a stand, not not for, I don't tell people who to vote for. I don't get up and talk about Donald Trump in the pulpit. I preach the word of God. But what what they do know is I stand strong on where the Bible is clear. If the Bible's Amen. not clear, I, that's, that's a, your opinion and your choice. And even if people disagree with me, I don't have a problem with that, but... I am not. I, this is how I preach for 40 years. Why would I change now? Because culture says it's wrong. And, and you know, in a time when a man with beards and uh, goes in on a flower dress and high heels and lipstick and sits and reads fairy tales to children in libraries. And I, I can't stand up and say that's wrong. That's evil to give. Um, you know, to do surgery on an eight-year-old, a nine-year-old to change their sex. I can't say that as a minister. What do you mean? You're, you you know, I'm not going to change that. That's wrong. God bless you. That's evil. That's yes. destroying lives. It's that, even worse. I mean, it, it, some people call it good, and woe to those who call good evil and evil good. That's where we are. The, one of the most crisp teachings in the scriptures. As we've all seen over the past few years, the amount of heavy metals, microplastics, and other toxins we are all exposed to has only increased. These are important world issues we must continue to discuss, and since you know that I take my health seriously, I only stand by the best. One company that is aware of these global challenges and that I proudly support is Ascent Nutrition, which has unique health products meant for these times. One I've been using is their Pine Pollen Tincture which contains 200 nutrients and important components like glutathione and DHEA. 
Glutathione is known for healthy detoxification and immune support, while DHEA is known as the happiness hormone and supports mood and brain health. Pine pollen is also nature's highest source of special phytohormones, which support hormone function, libido, and adrenal health. I love it because you could truly feel the benefits, and since I am now telling everyone about it, they expect to sell out fast. Before they sell out, click the link in the description below and use the code Kirk to save 10% on your pine pollen tincture and all other products. Jensen, that's so powerful. So you've been doing hundreds of funerals of young, innocent kids that get caught up at a party. Hey, take this pill, take whatever. And they overdose on fentanyl. We could, if we wanted to, stop that immediately. There's no question about it. And, you know, uh, even even beyond that, when you see the the suffering of the younger generation mentally, mental illness and depression and the uh, generation that's lost its way, I think of uh, the scripture in Judges, I think it's the second chapter, that, and there arose another generation that knew not God or his ways. Th- that's the first line of Exodus, right? Yeah. That's, and, that's how we and get tyranny. It, and, I, and, and that's what gripped my heart uh, when I decided to, to stand for what is right. Mm. So it was not really a, a, but I lost hundreds of people. I lost hundreds of people for my church for a moment. That must have been tough. It was very tough. It was very it was tough. Was this during 2020 or yes. was this? Okay. Well, during that, but even, yeah, when, when Trump, when I, when I stood with him. You were him, an early when, guy. When I, when I agreed to go and lay hands on him and pray for him, Ooh. Christians got mad. In 2016? Yes. Oh, how dare you pray for somebody? Exactly. And, and people would ask me, why would you do that? I said, I would do it for Hillary if she asked me. I would do it for Joe Biden. Yeah, he, would, he wouldn't like would what I— more of a kind of, you got to try to pray for an intercession. I'd, I'd take a bottle of oil with her. <laughs> but, but, no, God, we believe in a God of miracles. Amen. You know, but it would be kind sure. of a, a different I'd fast prayer. and pray. It would be a different prayer. Yeah. yeah but, but, you know, God loves her, and God loves—you know, I would go—I I will go anywhere. The God in me— I'm, I speak whatever I'm going to say to whoever I'm with. It it doesn't matter where I go. And I'm going to speak the truth. I'm going to stand up for what I know the Bible is clear on. Amen. And I don't care who it is. And that's what we're called to do. And, I, you know, pastors can't sit this one out. Pastors cannot, you know, I think it's a fear. You ask why, why are pastors so hesitant? So it is a fear. Is it's that a, it's a fear? You know, it's going to rock your world. You're going to get those calls. You're going to have families leave. But I want to finish that story because I was one of the first ones, you know, with others that that took that began to take a stand. And yes, people left. But I'm going to tell you what God has. Our church has exploded. Praise God. We don't have the room. We've had to do another campus, another campus, another campus. We have exploded. We have many churches have not recovered completely. We have exceeded um, pre-COVID numbers way far further than we've ever been. And I believe that is a direct result of saying you know, my responsibility is to stand with the word of God and, and you know, stand and support Israel, support because the Bible does, support life because the Bible does, support marriage and family and the traditional family just like the Bible does. That doesn't mean I don't love, don't care. I'll do, we, we have uh, medical buses that we buy and they go and they do sonograms, and they take, we pay if a girl decides to keep the baby. We 
pay um, for the child's all and the mother for a year, all their their needs. You know, you got to have all these programs. We've got all kinds of rehab programs and all of those things. Uh, so we are there to heal the people, but we're also there to hold the standard. Wow. The response from some Christians who went to go pay, pray for Trump was, why would you do that? Why are you getting involved? We don't want our pastor to do, you know, I, and, and it was so strange because I've always done it. It's also not biblical. It says in, in Timothy, pray for your leaders in authority. Absolutely. Very clearly, whoever they are. And, you know, we read these we read these Bible stories. Daniel was there. Well, he fasted and prayed for his nation, too. Exactly. Hey, this is Charlie Kirk, and I know a lot of you have been suffering under the Biden economy. Recently, school loan payments have been reinstated, and for many, it's adding thousands to their monthly expenses. My friends, Andrew Del Rey and Todd Avakian, they're amazing. They really helped me through a tough, tough situation recently. They've been excellent. They're ethical. They're just really great people. They're followers of Jesus Christ and our worldviews are the same. I love them. And so please go to andrewandtodd.com. Interest rates are coming down, and they may be able to lower your overall payment. In fact, one of our team members said, Charlie, is it time to me to own a home? I sat down. I went to the numbers. I said, get in the owner game. Honestly, enough renting. You are burning your money renting. It might be a little bit more to own, but you're building equity. That's money you'll have for the rest of your life. Perhaps a reverse mortgage is a perfect solution. It's about expertise you could trust in times like this. I can't tell you how helpful they've been for me personally. They've just been excellent. Andrew and Todd, I'm honored to call them friends. We hang out when I go to Orange County together. Uh, they're really great. So say, Charlie sent me, 888-888-1172. That's 888-888-1172. They helped me through a mortgage situation recently that was super complex and moving pieces. And it was really, really tough. And other banks, by the way, wanted nothing to do with it. And they crushed it for me. 10 out of 10. Andrewandtodd.com. So check it out right now, andrewandtodd.com. So Jensen, uh, we, we're talking about the church. I do want to emphasize, I want to focus on one issue that I have not explored with a guest recently, but it's so important, Israel. Yes. You have a heart for Israel. I do. Talk about that. I love Israel. Uh, you cannot be a Christian, a real Christian, and not love Israel and not support Israel. The Bible was written by Jews, the whole book. Jesus is a Jew. <laughs> our, our Messiah, our Savior. And... You know, of course, Genesis 12 and 3, I'll bless those that bless Israel. I'll curse it's repeated all curse. throughout the Torah. That's right. Absolutely. And um, so, you know, uh, but does God love the Palestinians? 100% he does. And we, we do all that we can to help them in every way that we can and point them to Christ. But when it's all said and done, if America does not stand with Israel, the day that we turn our back and we're close to it, we're close to it. I was invited a couple of weeks ago to D.C. to by the uh, um, ambassador of Israel to go to the embassy and watch the actual footage of the attacks from uh, cameras. That, I, I don't think I could watch it. It was the most. It was the most. I have enough darkness in my life. I, I do a three-hour radio show. I do not have the words to describe. No. Uh, there was one. There was one little scene that uh, of two little boys. And I've got four, five children and five grandchildren, two, two little boys. They were in their underwear uh, only. They were with their dad. The terrorists throw in a hand grenade and blow and kill the dad. The two little kids are standing there, little boys, maybe eight, five years old. The little brother has shrapnel in his eye, and he's crying. His brother walks over and holds him 
and 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 the older boy's in shock, and he starts saying, "Daddy's dead, Daddy's dead, Daddy's dead." The terrorist comes in, walks over, opens up the refrigerator, reaches in, and starts drinking a drink and laughing. And these two little boys, helpless little boys, are standing there. That's why it drives me crazy when I watch the news now, the, the liberal news, thank God, not on this network. But, Amen. But, you know, how they, how do you, how do you say Israel can't defend themselves? How do you say they've got to put up with that? You, you, there, there's no way you can deal with that kind of, the, and then you see everything on that video that I can't even speak uh, of it. Uh, and no, you I, don't realize think, I don't think I could watch it. There is no. There it, is, it, it, it's almost like having a day of the Holocaust live streamed. Yes, it 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 affected me. I'm glad that I that I watched. So you're it. glad you saw it? Yeah, and I tell you why because it made me even more understand that that same spirit would would do that to Christians, would do that to anyone who stands for freedom. I really believe that that it is the spirit of that is behind it. You know that is, it says, uh, destroy Israel, destroy the message of the gospel, destroy, yes. lie, steal, cheat, and destroy. That's right. Kill, steal, and destroy. Yeah, John ten ten. I've come to give life, life more abundantly. And the enemy comes to lie, steal, cheat, and destroy. Um. So, so Jensen, the do you think that support for Israel is waning? In Christian circles, it doesn't feel to be as it, it unanimous as I remember it a decade ago. Maybe I'm wrong. I think I think with the young people, I think with those my, from my generation, more I more agree. support. There's a generational divide, and that's why you're so important, and oh, this organization you. is so important. That's why I believe in you. That's why I, I, I want to do more with you, because you are reaching a generation with truth. They that once if they'll go there. One of the things the Lord's laid on my heart is to start taking. I, I do a youth conference every year, and we'll have twelve, thirteen thousand kids wow. there every year. We fill up the arena in Atlanta, and and I I don't know why this is never connected. But when I saw the unbelievable support for the for the Hamas in our streets and in our cities when this thing happened, yeah. I found myself saying, "Where are we missing it?" And if we can get kids to go to Israel, Amen. It changes their life. Changed my life. It it will. You will never feel the same about that nation if you. And I thought, you know, why don't we instead of sending them to the beach? Yeah, instead of Cabo San Lucas, send them to Tel Aviv. Send them to Hebron. Exactly. It would change their life. They would love that nation because if you go there, it gets in your heart. It changes everything. Jensen, God bless you. I know you got to dash to your church out in California. Um, I think uh, God has a plan, and I think we were meant to kind of. Intersect for this year. So God bless you, Jensen. Thank you so much. Great message last evening. Thank you. Thanks so much for listening, everybody. Email us as always, freedom at charliekirk.com. Thanks so much for listening, and God bless. For more on many of these stories and news you can trust, go to charliekirk.com.